Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Glory to the King. Amen. Let us greet each other in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Pastor, the children have a few songs to sing. Well, y'all children, come on up and get ready to sing some songs. Hallelujah. precious name of Jesus, we do bless and glorify and honor your holy name. We thank you for all the apostles, the prophets. We thank you for the Savior of the world, the Savior of the universe, the Savior of our soul, Jesus Christ, and the blood that he shed for us. We thank you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you've given to us, Father. We do humbly ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you would be welcome here in this place amongst your people and that you would receive the fruit of our lips that we offer exhortations as we offer admiration, as we offer praises to your holy name. We do glorify and honor you, Father, for all things. We bless you in Jesus' name. You're welcome here, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Amen. All right, children.
Praise the Lord, saints. <laughs> Hallelujah. The room grew still as she made her way to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The room grew still as she made her way to Jesus. She stumbles through the tears that made her blind. She felt such pain. Some spoke in anger, heard folks whisper, there's no place here for her kind. Still on she came through the shame that flushed her face until at last she knelt before his feet. And though she spoke no words, everything she said was heard as she poured a love for the master from her box of and I come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster box. Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and dry them with my hair. You weren't there the night he found me. You did not feel what I felt when he wrapped his loving arms around me. And you don't know the cause of the oil in my alabaster box. I can't forget the way life used to be. I was a prisoner to a sin that had me bound. I spent my days pouring my life without measure into a little treasure box I thought I found until the day when Jesus came to me and healed my soul with the wonder of his touch. So now I'm giving back to him all the praise he's worthy of. I've been forgiven and that's why I love him so much. And I come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster box. Don't be angry 
If I wash his feet with my tears and dry them with my hair, my hair, you weren't there. The night Jesus found me, you did not feel what I felt when he wrapped his loving arms around me. And you don't know the cause of the oil. Oh, you don't know the cause of my praise. You don't know the cause of the oil in my alabaster
unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy
Bless the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Grab one of those microphones. Hallelujah. Sure it's going to be nice when he busts through those clouds, isn't it? Hallelujah. King is coming. Hallelujah. Sure it's a nice Sabbath day, isn't it? Bless the name of Jesus. Now, you know, over the past few weeks, um, I've been handing out a lot of material, a, a lot of things for you to study on, because uh, you know we're in a spiritual warfare. And, um, you know, a lot of people believe that it's God's will that he would heal you. But I believe it's God's perfect will that you don't ever get sick. Because <laughs> if you don't get sick, he don't have to heal you. How about that? But since we're dealing with a sick generation, sick in mind, sick in body, sick in spirit, then uh, we still got to go about doing our father's business because he made provisions. Amen. Isn't that right? Amen. Now, the majority of sicknesses that come because of sin. And I know it's not by popular demand based upon the institutions of higher learning today, regardless of the fact that the word of God says it. Anybody ever dealt with fear before? God said that's the spirit. Second Timothy 1 7, isn't it? God has not given us the spirit of fear. Fear doesn't allow you to have a sound mind, does it? But God's Holy Spirit gives you power, love, and a sound mind. All right, and um, Brother Doug, what he did was he took the list that I gave y'all godly and ungodly spirits. And he turned around and spent all that time looking up the Hebrew and the Greek meaning of it. And I spent about a couple of hours this morning printing it out for you. So don't let this sit up here on your shelves. Get some knowledge so you don't have to be defeated by the enemy. Amen. So Brother Doug, Doug Becker did a lot um, to help and understand. Because there's a help when we're in this war. You understand what I mean? Today we're going to talk about faith and overcomers. Faith and overcomers. Do you understand that? Do you want that stand right there, brother? You want that stand over there? You can go ahead and get that stand. Now what you need to do is you need to take these and you need to look at it because, see, a lot of people don't know, brother and sister, that we're in a spiritual warfare. Now you think about it. The word of God says that Jesus said, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested. There was a reason why he came. There's a reason why he's manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, believe it or not, somebody's got to be the devil, and some people have got to serve the devil. And whether by admission or not, people, you either serve him one or the other. Because no man can serve two masters, because there's only two masters in the whole universe. Amen. One of them tried to get it by usurping authority, and the other one is because he's always has been, everlasting, there always will be. He's the king of glory. Almighty Yahweh himself Amen. created heaven and earth, you, I, everything that is in it. Amen? Now, we all are just not here simply to exist and then die. Praise the Lord. Amen. There's a purpose and a meaning to every, purpose, uh, every person's life. Amen? 
And the things that we do in this life is going to echo throughout all of eternity. Amen. There will never, ever, ever be a time where you cease to exist. Amen. From the day that you were born until the time of your judgment, you will never cease to exist. And even after that, you won't cease to exist. True. It's just that some are going up and some are going down. But every man, every man is going to stand before the Almighty, the King of Glory. Amen. And you're going to give an account to what you've done with the deeds in your body. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it. It's just the order of things. Because God has, God has a law. Amen? Now, this list right here is pretty extensive. Because not only does it give you the meanings and everything, but it also gives you the scriptures. Coming from all the way from the old covenant to the new covenant and stuff. And, you know, since a lot of people don't know that we're in a warfare and stuff, it's our job to inform them that there are stuff that's going on. There are things that are controlling people. Anybody ever had any thoughts in their heads before? And have you ever questioned yourself and go, now where in the world did that come from? You know what I mean? Here you are minding your own business, whatever that is. And then all of a sudden, bam, this ungodly thought, this perverted thought pops up in your mind out of nowhere. Where did it originate from? Where did it come from? Well, those are them spirits. Those are those things that without strength and breath of voice. But yet and still, their words are so powerful. They orchestrate, they try to dominate and control people's feelings and emotions from behind the scenes. Yes, sir. All the time. That's, we, that's the reason why the word of God says you cast down every thought. Amen. How many thoughts do you cast down? Every. every thought and every imagination. Yes. How many imaginations? Every. every imagination. Now cast down the ones that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Amen. Now what's against the knowledge of God is sin. Sin is against the knowledge of God. You know, we have laws that are governed for this land. And when God wrote and made the Ten Commandments on two tablets of stone and gave them to Moses, he gave them to the children of Israel. But these laws was laws binding by not only the creator universe of himself to his people, but also everybody who was to come through him. And then whether you like it or not, these laws pertain to all men. They're called Amen. the Ten Commandments. Amen? Amen? Not the ten suggestions or the ten opinions no. or God's ten feelings. No. They're the ten commandments. Amen. And so he says, I am the Lord thy God. Yes. Is that right? Amen. Which have bought thee out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. And he told our people way back then, thou shalt have no other gods before him. Don't bow down yourself to them. Don't make no engraving images after them. Amen. Don't take the name of the Lord our God in vain. And then this one was the, you know, the Opinion of today tells us that it's done away with. Remember the Sabbath day. Now, why do you think he put remember there? So you can forget it? No. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, and it ain't Sunday. It's Saturday, the seventh day of the week. Six days you labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of who? Lord. The Lord thy God. You understand that? Not your day, not my day, his day. And if we're his people, we ought to keep his commandments. Is that right? Thou honor thy father and mother. Amen. Honor thy father and mother. See, you would never know if you was a sinner or not unless these commandments was there. Amen. Thou should not kill. Have you ever, now the word kill is thou should not murder. Amen. Thou should not steal. Have you ever stolen anything before, even as small as a paper clip? You already convinced the law is transgressors. Because the law said thou shalt not steal. Huh? Now we don't get in your business. You commit adultery. You need to stop. Because you're going to go to hell. Amen. He made that commandment for a reason. 
He got every man to have his own wife, not everybody else. You have everybody else's wife. True. Amen. 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 Come on, somebody talk to me now. Amen. Thou shalt not commit adultery. He put that there for a reason. Yes. So that you leave everybody else's wife alone and just mess with your own. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Your wife ain't everybody else's wife. Amen. So I'd already been kicked off of WNAH. They, they kicked me off already once before down in AM in Nashville. They said, now, wait a minute. Now, you upset a lot of folk. I said, for what, what did I say wrong? It ain't what you said wrong. It's the way you said it. I said, ah, oh, the way I said it, huh? Isn't that something? The way I said it. How can you dress up the commandments Amen. to make them more tolerable to man? Amen. Amen. Thou should not covet. You ever looked at somebody's stuff and wish you had it for yourself? And then you try to even work ways to get it? You're already saying that God's law, see, if you were yes, not sir. a sinner, you wouldn't be convinced of the law as transgressors. Yes. Amen. Ah. Hallelujah. How about Amen. this one, the biggest one of all? Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. You ever done that one before? Come on. Amen. That's the reason why we need a Savior. Yes. Amen. That's the reason why we need Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he come to save his people from their what? Sin. Now don't tell me you ain't never sinned because right, you already incriminated yourself. Amen. Yeah, you did. You just incriminated. But you said you stole before. Amen. 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 And don't tell me. I ain't never committed adultery, Pastor Dow. Oh, you ain't. You ever looked on a woman to lust? Come on. Come on. Envision and image her in your heart. What did Jesus say? You've already committed it, so don't think you're going to slide. You ain't nobody getting by. Hallelujah. Uh-oh. So why did Jesus come? To condemn us and send us? No, he said, now look at here. I know you're all convinced of the law of transgressions, but now I'm here to make a way out of no way. I'm here to save you from that sin. Blessed be the name of Jesus. And then when he said, I'll save you from him, he said, not only will I save from him, but I will take that sin. I will separate it as far from the east to the west. Yes. I will throw it into the depths of the sea. Yes. I will never remember it again. Man, I like Amen. a God like that. Amen. That you can confess your sin and he'll never remember it again. Whoa, praise the Lord. Amen. Glory be the king. Because Lord knows, boy, my, my old nasty self, I've done a lot of stuff, boy. Some stuff is even, it's sad to even mention. You mean tell me, Pastor Dow, you hadn't seen before? I thought you walked on water. Mud. Ain't never been on water. No, I'm a man like everybody else been saved. Who believed on Jesus. Amen? And when I, when I met him, he saved me from my sin, and then I started hating the very thing that I used to like. Started having a godly antipathy against You know what I mean? I hate the, can't stand it. And I found out that, that sin was trying to ruin me, slew me. Amen? Trying to make me die that way and send me to a living, burning hell. No, no, but then after that, Jesus came. Hallelujah. Now, our job is to you to show you the word of God because this is the Bible that everybody claims to be carrying around in this society we're living in right now. And you're going to find out today that this thing says something far different than what's being presented to you. Amen? That's one reason why we're sitting here, because we want to know the truth. Because Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and truth shall do what? 
make you free, and you shall know truth. Truth shall do what? Set you free. Make you free, set you free. So he who the Son is set free is what? Free indeed. Free indeed. And don't you want to be free? Don't you want to be free? Amen. Well, we're going to talk about faith and overcoming today. Titus 2.11, Brother Shane. Now, grace does not give us a license to sin. Just because the grace of God, Jesus Christ, who brings us salvation, does not give us a license to sin. He came for a reason so we can overcome sin in the flesh. Amen. I'm sorry, folks, but there are things that I used to do that I no longer do anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, I would venture to say I would still be persistent in them same old behaviors. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. The spirit of truth. Amen. Now, it's the Sabbath day. We ain't in no hurry. Amen. We're here to, to get the word into our soul. Hallelujah. Here we believe in teaching you the people. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, listen to the definition of what the Bible says, what grace is. Come on, brother. For the grace of God. The what of God? The grace of God. What does it do? That bringeth salvation. Grace of God that bringeth salvation. What does it do? Come on. Hath appeared. To all men. Jesus appeared and came to all men. What did he do? Teaching us that. He teaching us. See, this is what this grace do. It teaches us to do what? Deny. To deny what? Ungodliness. Ungodliness and what else? And worldly and lust. And worldly lust. This is what grace teaches you. What else does grace teach you? We should live soberly. How should we live? Soberly. And how else? Righteously. Ungodly. Live like hell. Righteously. Isn't that something? But it said we should live godly. Isn't that right? Read on. And godly Read in this on. present world. In this what? No, we're going to live godly in heaven. After everything is finished and done. When I turn 70. You don't even know if you're going to make it to 70 the way some of you look. Amen. 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 You better start be living godly right now. Amen. Hallelujah. When should we be living godly? Right now yeah. in this present world. Read on. Looking for that blessed hope. That's what godly people do. When they live godly, they're looking for something. They're looking for somebody. That blessed hope. Read on. And the glorious appearing. The glorious appearing. Remember, he, he promised he was coming again, didn't he? Read on. And of the great God. The great who? God, who, who that might be. And our Savior. And our Savior who? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. See, so if you're living godly, you're going to be looking for the blessed hope. Amen. Hallelujah. You ain't, look, you ain't living godly, you don't want the blessed hope to come. Because you don't want to be caught unaware like a thief in the night. Isn't that right? The thief come up on you and you, ain't a, you haven't prepared your house. Uh-oh, got no security system. Got no guns. Uh-oh, got no awareness. Thief come, he can take everything from you. Amen. Thief is the devil, going to take a lot of folks' soul too, isn't he? Amen. Read on. Who gave himself now, for us. This. Jesus gave himself for us. That he might redeem us. That he might redeem us from what? All iniquity. He didn't, he didn't give himself for us so we can continue in sin. He didn't give himself for us so we can stay ungodly. He gave himself for us for a purpose and a reason, brothers and sisters. Read on. And purify. He want to purify to uh, who? Unto himself. To himself. A what kind of people? A peculiar people. This is the reason why everything about you got to change when you come to Jesus. You can't carry yourself the way you used to. 
You can't think the way you used to. If you've really been cleaned and washed and stuff, and you've been touched by the master, just like that woman, that, that uh, the song she was talking about, the woman that came with the alabaster box of ointment. Huh? That came and anointed his feet. Huh? Poured all this expensive oil upon her. She was changed when she met the master. Like the woman that was caught in the very act of adultery. And he said, he said, woman, where are your accusers? Nowhere, Lord. He said, well, I'll tell you what, you go and sin no more. Amen. I don't accuse you, go and sin no more. You think that woman continued in sin? No, she didn't. She was thankful. She was thankful, grateful. The blind man that got his eyes restored. All these people, pioneers in the faith. Hallelujah. Read on. Zealous of good works. So you should be zealous for good works like you were sin. How many times you'd run to sin? Friday night comes, what's the first place you catch your rear end at? Getting drunk in the club. And if you wasn't getting drunk in the club, you wasn't doing you wasn't keeping the Sabbath. Amen. Read on. These things speak. You speak these things. And exhort. And you exhort these things. And rebuke. And you rebuke. That's what people don't want. I don't know about this rebuking stuff. You've got to be corrected. Ain't nobody perfect in here that I know of. You've got to be corrected in the way of God. And you do it with all authority. Why? And don't do what? Let no don't man. Let nobody do what? Despise, despise you at all. Don't let nobody despise you, especially when you live in this thing for God. Ephesians 4 5. Amen. Now, faith is never to be understood as something that just comes out of your mouth, something that you just confess. Are you following me? Something that you just say. Action must accompany faith. Because if you say you have faith and you don't have works, James said your faith is dead. Is that right? Now, real Bible-believing faith. Are you following me? I'm not talking about some of the stuff you used to be. Like old brother Ed, he was so messed up, he used to be a Methodist. And he was just screwed up in the head and all ate up. He didn't know up or down nothing, didn't you? Look at him. And he still don't know what he's doing. Brother Ed. Who are you laughing at, Tyler? You was in the same boat. You probably had to paddle. <laughs> hey, Tyler, yeah. I'm trying to show us something, brother and sister. There's many things the way that even our own families have led us, and it's been the wrong way. It hadn't been this way. Because the Bible don't talk about a Baptist faith, a Methodist faith, a Catholic faith, an apostolic faith, a Pentecostal faith. It don't talk like that, brother and sister. It never does. As a matter of fact, it says in Ephesians 4 or 5, read on, brother. One Lord. One Lord. And what else? One faith. One faith. In other words, only one way to believe. Now you tell me, have not the enemy of our soul, Satan, done an excellent job today? I mean, think about it. He's taken this book right here, the very word of God, which was meant to be understood one way and allow people to come up with many diversities of opinions. Not the word, opinions, though, of what they think it said. Well, that's your interpretation. That's your interpretation. Let me ask you something. How much interpretation do you need when the Bible says, thou shall not steal? Do we need, do we need to philosophize that somehow? Do we need, now, is there some type of an extensive vocabulary we need to define that? Do we ask? Do, I mean, steal. I mean, don't take nothing that ain't yours, right? But if you take something that's yours, what you, that's not yours, what have you done? You stole then. Now, that's what the devil has done with faith. 
He's unstole people away from the faith of Jesus Christ. And done made people, they, what they do is they take a scripture or two and form a whole entire doctrine out of it. Amen. And that's why we're so messed up today. Amen. Now, if I'm a Christian, you're a Christian, we should all be able to get along and talk then, shouldn't we? Should. There shouldn't be no division among us. That's what the Bible teaches, isn't that right? Amen. We should all speak the same thing. But how can you speak the same thing when people have messed up your mind by getting you to believe something other than what this book says? Amen. But the Bible just got finished saying there's one Lord, Jesus, one faith, one way to believe. Is that right? And how many baptisms? One baptism. Like Ed, he was sprinkling water. Calling that being baptized. You might as well have came out here and let me spit on you. What you laughing at, Tyler? You still in the same old boat too, brother. You still in the same old boat. Thank God for the Holy Ghost on. See, so the Methodist church, and then, you know, I, I, hey, you can call it church bashing, whatever you want to. Call it, I, call, call it like you see it. But I'm going to tell the truth. But the bottom line is, there ain't nowhere in the Bible that anybody got sprinkled for baptism. Some of you, was got, some of you got sprinkled as babies. Call yourself baptized. Brother Doug Becker. He ate me. What about you? I told you. I've been baptized so many times. The tadpoles know my social security number. Amen. I was baptized Baptist, baptized Church of Christ. I was baptized apostolic, baptized Pentecost. Man, I've been baptized. I've been covered. If there's anybody covered, I've been covered. <laughs> Am I making sense? Amen. I know I'm making sense. But the Bible says one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Is that right? Read on. One God. One God. And Father. And Father. Of all. Of who? Everybody. Read on. Who is above all? He's above who? All. all. Angels, principalities, things you can see, things you cannot see. Read on. And through all. And through all. And in you all. And in you all. Is that all right? Now, what we need to do is we need to put in remembrance what the Word of God says. Amen? And not ever be led astray by what people say, but what God says. Amen? Amen? Now, let's look at his faith one more time. Uh, get 1 Timothy 1.14. I'm going to read to you 1 Thessalonians 1.3, okay? It says, Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God our Father. 1 Timothy 1.14. Watch this now. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love which, was, which is in Christ Jesus. Where does the Baptist faith fit in that? Any faith that we used to have. It's only talking about the faith of the Lord Jesus. This is not confirming what Ephesians 4 or 5 says. One Lord, one faith, bapti one baptism. That's only the faith of Jesus, brother. There's only one Savior of the whole world. That's it. He didn't come to start all this division. Now, you say you want to know the truth. Is that right? And you say you want to be set free. And this is the truth. Amen? Amen. Uh, go to James 2. Now, I'm going to read James 2, 1. All right? It says, look at this. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. Did y'all hear that? If you're going to have faith in God, you can't have it with respect of persons. It goes on to tell the story that what had happened in some places that if a man came in in fine clothing, 
dressed real nice and stuff. The ushers and everybody would take him, set him up in the high seat. But then if someone came in in apparel that was despised, they wouldn't even honor him at all. They were sticking, you get weighed on back here in the back somewhere. And the Bible says you don't ever have that kind of faith. Torch people in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Because, hey, come on. He chose, God has chosen the poor of this world, rich in, in faith. So you're going to have respect to person. And then here's this poor man. Both of them seem like if they're in the assemblies, they come for a reason then, didn't they? But if you're going to have respect to persons just because of what they got on and, and then mistreat someone because they uh, can't afford the same type of apparel that this man has, you have respect to persons. And the Bible says you commit sin. And you are convinced of the law as transgressors. Hallelujah. You remember the story about the rich man and the poor man? The rich man died and went to hell. But the poor man went to glory. He sure did. And, and then... Father Abraham had said, you know, when he was in the earth, he was in need. He hungered. You fared sumptuously daily. And now he's comforted and you are tormented in his flame. Amen? Amen. So what we're going to have to do, brothers and sisters, is get the mind of what God says and start removing all of these things that we have got in our ways and divest ourselves of ways we have picked up along the way. In order to understand God. So if a man says he has faith. And he don't have the works. That comes along with faith. Because today in society. Regulated faith to what you say. I say this. I say that. I say this. I say that. And this is what you think faith is. But ain't what the word said. James 2.14. What doth it profit. My brethren. Though a man say he hath faith. If a man says he have faith. And read on. And have not works. And he don't have works. Can faith save him? Can just believe in saying? Can faith save him? Read on. If a brother. If a brother. Or sister. Or sister. Now who's supposed to be your brother and sister? Those they that do the will of the Father. Is that right? You see one having need. Now, come on brother and sister. Read on. Or if a brother or sister. Be, be what? naked. Be what? Be naked. Be naked. And destitute. And destitute. Of daily food. Of daily food. Watch this now. He's going to give us a good. He's going to break this thing down. Read on. And one of you. And one of you say. Now you've got everything in your power. To help this brother or sister out. Alright. Read on. Unto them. Depart in peace. Well I'll tell you what brother. I'll tell you what sister. You go ahead. Bless the name of Jesus. We're going to let. We're going to pray for you. That the Lord provide all your needs. According to his riches and glory. You're real spiritual now ain't you. Hmm. You quote a few scriptures, become a scholar now, ain't you? You got it in your hands to give. And you see that your brother and sister is destitute, naked, and in need, and you shut up your bowels of compassion. Mm. You shut up your bowels of mercy, and you're going to pray for them. But you're not going to give them what is needful. Let's read on what the Bible says right here. Be warmed and go filled. Go be warm, go be filled. Notwithstanding, you give them not those things. See, you don't give them what they need. Which are needful to the body. To the what? To the body. Read on. What doth it profit? Did it bring any profit to them people at all? Read on. Even so faith. Even so. So look at these fine analogies right here. Even so faith. Read on. If it hath not if works. It don't have works. It's dead. It's dead. Being alone. Being alone. Yay. Read on. 
A man may say. A man may say. Thou hast faith. I've got faith. And I have works. And I've got some works. Show me thy faith. He's a, a man of God saying, you show me your faith. Without thy works. Without you doing anything. And I will show thee. But I'm going to show you what I believe. My faith. By what I do. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? He said, I'm going to show you my faith by my works. And the way you can get this kind of faith is, number one, being obedient. Y'all you know, been hearing the term a lot lately. And it is true. People have just lost even the, the spirit of humanity to where you want to help people nowadays. It's almost gone because the enemy is so distorted and made people so greedy. Amen. Amen. Truth. That the only way that they feel like they can prosper is if they can step on somebody else. Amen. Amen. In order to make themselves feel better. That's why we need warriors in this time, brothers and sisters. We do because there, you know, there ain't too many people going to want to come to the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ with everybody displaying this kind of character and nature. Amen. Amen. Now, we're going to talk about some steps to overcoming, but in order to understand it, we're going to, be, we're going to spend some time in the book of Revelations too, okay? Now, Revelation 12, 11 said, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, talking about Satan, the people of God, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Now, when we are born again, truly born again, saved, been filled with God's Holy Spirit and been baptized in the name of Jesus, we remove the old nature. God does. He takes away the old nature and he gives us his nature. Is that right? Now, the old nature is not dead. From that time, you've just been awakened to a war that's getting ready to take place. See, all this time, you just went out to your lust and did whatever the lust said and obeyed it, no matter what. No opposition Amen. whatsoever at all. Amen. But then after yeah. Jesus had appeared unto you, made himself known unto you, quickened yeah. your spirit and stuff, you realize then that there's a war going on. Amen. And as soon as you start to be righteous because the Holy Ghost has made you righteous, then the war starts and then yeah, all the opposition. In heaven and earth and hell is against you. Amen. And then this world really becomes real. You really start to really figure out what's going on. And you realize that you had an enemy to your soul this whole entire time that you was unaware of. He becomes a reality to him because you start living righteously and godly. Yeah. Then you start doing something. So you start receiving even more of the power of God through obedience. Yes, sir. Amen. Because the Ten Commandments, like I said before, are not ten suggestions. There are a reason why they're there. Absolutely. All the commandments of God are there. They're not there to suggest something to it. They're there for us to obey. Amen. Amen? They're there for that. So I'm going to get off course for a second. First Samuel 15, start at verse 21. You see, the word obey and obedience has almost become a cuss word in the time we're living in right now. Obey who? Obey what? Are you out of your mind? Obey. Obey. Well, let's see what the book has to say about this. Read on. 1 Samuel 15, 21. Go ahead. But the people took up of the spoil, sheep and oxen, mm -hmm. the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed. Keep going. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Read on. And Samuel said. And Samuel, what did he say? Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings? Has the Lord great delight in burnt offerings? See, this is what Israel would do. Anytime they will go out and transgress against God, they'll go, ah, no big deal. I'll just go make a sacrifice. I'll just build an altar to make a sacrifice. <laughs> Done away with. 
Because they knew what to do. They knew what was required in order to get forgiveness of the sin. Or at least get it covered up. So they would say, ah, no big deal. I just go and I make me, hey, I make an offering here to God. God accept the aid by blood, ain't it? Read on. And sacrifices as in obeying the voice of in the Lord. In other words, God don't have great delight in sacrifices as in obedience to the Lord. He wants us to obey him. I mean, after all, he's the architect of the universe. He made us. Isn't that right? Don't you think he know what he wants? Read on. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. See, and this is where Israel was missing it at today. They was missing it then and we're missing it now. To obey is better than sacrifice. And what else did he say? And to hearken. And to do what? Listen. Than the fat of than rams. Than the fat of rams. Now, you remember the prophet Isaiah said he's full of the sacrifices. Full of your burn off. He said, I can't even stand it no more. Because your, your heart is really not in it at all, Amen. Israel. See, this is the reason why we're in trouble today. We talk about people who used to burn their babies and, and, and made them pass through the fire. Amen. And look at all the abortions that's going on out here today. Yes, sir. Killing babies left and right. Look at all the stuff that's going on in our society today. And then, of course, now the voice of the fags and everybody else is rising up today. Amen. You know what I mean? The immorality, because God says that it was in Sodom and Gomorrah. It's going to be like this in the end of time. In my day, growing up in school, homosexuals, they would never even, you wouldn't even, if they was in the closet, you wouldn't even know they was in the closet. That's true. Yes. Now, they everywhere. Amen. Flouting, flaming. Amen. I looked at a preacher the other day, and we was talking about the end times, and I said, thank God for the fags. He looked at me and said, said what's wrong with you? I said, because they wasn't here, we wouldn't know we was in the end times. They're showing out the way they are doing because, they, hey, that's letting us know that we are in the end of time. He said, you know what? I never thought about it like that before. I said, you got offended at first, didn't you? I mean, I would preach to a homosexual like I would anybody. Hope that they could accept and receive the gospel because God don't willing anybody to perish, but that don't mean everybody's going to be saved. Amen. Come on now. Let's go over here to Acts. Let's go. What I say was going to be. We're going to book a revelation. Is that right? Yes, we're going to cover some ground here. We're going to be in a revelation second chapter. All right. Now there were seven churches, seven church ages in the book of revelations. And each one of these churches, even though they had successes that God noticed, it wasn't their successes that was keeping them from him. It was their failures. It was things that they failed to look at, things they failed to capitalize on, things they failed. In themselves, start the first chapter, matter of fact. Let me go over here real quick, see what I want to get it, get at. Start at verse 9. Now, for sake of understanding, we're going to put this thing right onto the plumb line and lay it in order the way that the Word of God has said so we can see who's doing the talking here, all right? Read on. I, John. First John, first Revelation, Revelation first chapter, ninth verse. Read on. I, John. I, John, what did John do? Who also am your brother. I'm your brother. And companion. And your companion. In tribulation. In tribulation. And in the kingdom. In the kingdom. And patience. Patience of Jesus Christ. Read on. Was in the isle that is called Patmos. Now where was he at? Patmos. He was in the isle called Patmos. Let's read on. For the word of God. Mm -hmm. And for the testimony of Jesus Christ. This is the reason why he was there. He wasn't there to go shopping, Cindy. He was there for a reason. Look at him. <laughs> Verse 10. 
I was in the spirit. What was the, he? He was in the spirit on the what? The Lord's day. Now, let me tell you folks. I know, brother, so come on. Now, y'all understand that there's, there's a lot of people that's listening to this and going to be listening to this. You know, there's more people that listen to this than, than just you folks sitting in here who get front row seats. Amen. Standing room only. Don't look like it. Don't do it. <clears throat> when he said that he was in the spirit on the Lord's day, the world tells you that the Lord's day is Sunday. Amen. Yeah. That ain't what the Bible says. Bro, Rich, get Mark 227, please. <clears throat> please. Bro, Doug, get Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11. And, Bro, saying, go to Isaiah 58, 13 and hold what you got. What we're going to do is let the Bible do the speaking. Is that right? I mean, the Bible don't need a dictionary. Amen? It, it defi God defines himself through the prophets and the apostles. Amen? Inspired by the Holy Ghost. Mark 2, 27, 2, 28. Read loud, Brother Rich. And he said unto them, what did he say? The Sabbath was made for man. Now, who's doing the talking here? Jesus is. Read on. And not man for the Sabbath. And not man for the Sabbath. Read on. Therefore, the Son of Man. What is he? Isn't that something? Y'all hearing this? He Lord of Sunday. Lord of Monday. Lord of Tuesday. Wednesday. Thursday. Friday. Now, we're going to know what day this is. We're going to let the book do the talking. Isn't that right? Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11. Come on, brother Doug. Read loud. Forget the Sabbath day. Is that what it says? Forget. It didn't say that, did it? Forget the Sabbath. Read on. Don't even worry about it. Did it say that? No, it didn't. It says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Read on. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sabbath. Oh, let's leave out Sabbath and go six day Friday, right? In other words, day one through six. You can do all your what? Labor and all your work. Read on. But the seventh day is who? The seventh day is the Sabbath of who? Of the who day is it? The Lord thy who? God. Isn't that something? Read on. In it, In it go to work. Is that what it says? But you lock, you watch our society today who say we love Jesus. Amen. Go to work. Make excuses. Uh-oh. Now, remember, obedience is better than sacrifice. Somebody told me, I had a preacher tell me in the Messianic movement. That's what brother saying, say Messianics. He, he told me, he said, you are pretty legalistic. I said, well, thank you. Hmm? I appreciate that, man. All you're doing is letting me know I know how to obey. Now, if I'm legalistic, then what are you, unlawful? Ain't no talking to you. <laughs> hey, brother, leave that <laughs> Think about it, though, brothers and sisters. You know, my wife and I got two fruit. Chuck and Lydia. Two fruit. And according to the analogy of a tree, and at the rate they're going, don't look like our tree going to be abundant. 
<laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Carol, don't worry about it. We'll prune it back some more. Huh? <laughs> so we can get much more fruit. Up. <laughs> but we got two fruit. Are you following me? You follow me? And it's God's will that we will bear much fruit. Y'all understand this? Are you following me? And so in order to bear much fruit, we first got to be attached to the vine. That's Jesus. Isn't that right? Who gave us these commandments. Now, believe it or not, I had this crazy thought when I became a parent. I said, well, if I, you know, it looks like God has done blessed me with some children, and I'm going to raise these children, I think they ought to obey me. What do you think? <laughs> Majority rule? You think, you th do you think they should obey me? Well, the children, they may come and say, well, I know you're my mom and dad, but I don't think I should obey you. Why? Because I don't feel like it. Now, they'd have never done that because they know how to crack their heads. You know what I mean? They know how to crack their heads. But believe it or not, when God makes you his son or his daughter, He's got this high expectation that you should obey him without him being present with a thunderbolt in his hand. Come on, brothers and sisters. When we wasn't children, we couldn't obey him because we were children of the devil. But now after we've been filled with God's Holy Spirit and he makes us the children of God, he says, you know what? I'm going to give you a book to obey me. I don't think that's a high and lofty expectation of the most high. Do you? I don't. Come on, brother Doug. Thou nor your sons. Your daughters either. Your manservants. Your maidservants. Your cattle. Go read on. Who made the heaven and earth? And read on. Let's see what else the Lord did. The sea, all that, and what else did he do? He rested on what day? Sunday. Monday. Tuesday. Wednesday. Thursday. Friday. You know, why are some of y'all choking up to even answer this? Monday. Tuesday. Wednesday. Saturday. Pathetic, ain't we? I wish I was sitting in your place, boy. I'd have been. Sunday preaching! Monday! Tuesday! Hey! Somebody. Lord, I'm mercy. Hey, I'll tell you what. Y'all let me know if I say something wrong. Because I need to repent before I get out of here. Because I don't want to. I'm standing before God's people up here. And the last thing I want to do is say something wrong. Because man, it's going to be judged by every idle word that comes out of his mouth. Did you finish? Read on. He blessed what day? Monday. Isn't that something? Read on. Made it holy, Mother Stallings. Made it holy. What you doing, brother? Tan up the equipment? See, conventional church don't work well. It just don't work, boy. You 
See how professional we are? Amen. <laughs> All right. Isaiah 58. Now, we've been in a new covenant. Ain't that right? Been in the old covenant. We get what we're doing is putting line up on line, precept on precept. <laughs> Read on. Isaiah 58, verse 13 and 14. Read, brother. If thou turn away thy foot. If you turn away your foot. From the Sabbath. From the Sabbath. From doing thy pleasure. From doing your pleasure. On my holy on day. On who holy day? God's holy day. He said on his holy day. Mm -hmm. Read on. And call the Sabbath a delight. Man, this sure is a nice day to go to bathing beaches. Sure is a nice day to go shopping. See the reason why they, they say, man, we don't want you to come preaching. You're going to tap the whole church. I said, no, the word tearing it up. <laughs> read on. The holy of the Lord. The holy of the Lord. Read on. Honorable. Honorable. And shout. And honor, shout what? Honor him. And honor him. That's what you should be doing. Read on. Not doing thine own Not ways. Not doing thy what? Own ways. Thy own ways, but. Nor finding thine own pleasure. Don't find your own pleasures. You're supposed to be in here. You're supposed to be praising the Lord with the saints most high. Glory be to his holy name. Read on. Nor speaking thine own words. And all that on the who day? The Sabbath day or the Lord's day. You finished? 14. Read verse 14. Man, 13 was long enough. I thought it was. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord. That's when you're going to delight yourself because you're going to know he done something. Read on. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. And feed thee. We must be on a pretty high place because we're on top of this rock right here. <laughs> they call a mountain boy. <laughs> Look at this mountain right here. <laughs> Read on. And feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. Isn't that something? He's going to feed us with the heritage of Jacob thy father. That's a beautiful promise, isn't it? What I'm showing you, brothers and sisters, is that these folks, come on. They, they ain't telling you the truth. This book is the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, by the way, I got a report from Brother Austin down in South Carolina. They had um, um, this girl come over to the house and stuff and wanted to hear the word of God. And all of them got together, including Brian. All of them got together and they went over to the house and they said, Pastor, I'm calling uh, because we need for you to get all the saints together. I said, I wonder what this is all about. We're going to pray that this woman receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I said, what are you calling up here for a prayer request on something like that? For all you do is get about doing it. Well, I just thought we need it. I said, oh, boy, how about you just go do it? You there, we're here. Amen. Anyway, did she end up receiving the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Brand new saints, today, she received the Holy Spirit. That's always good to hear somebody receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, isn't it? All right, we're going to get in the book of Revelation. Let's go ahead and finish this thing up. All right, I want to show you something. Overcoming. That's what it's all about. And to save a little time, read verse 11. Saying, I am Alpha and Omega. This is Jesus doing the talking. I am Alpha and Omega. The first and the last. The first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book. Write it down. And write it down, John. Read on. And send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia. Seven churches which are where? In Asia. Now read on. Unto Ephesus. All right. Unto Smyrna. And unto, read on. And unto Pergamos. And Thyatira, and Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Amen. Send them all in there. Is that right? Amen. Now, 
He turned to see, he turned to see the voice that spake with him. Is that right? And he, he turned, he saw seven golden candlesticks. Is that right? Amen. Now watch this. This is just what we're getting to right here. Revelations 2 verse 7 says this. I want you to pay attention to the sayings. He that have an ear, let him hear. Are you following me? But he's going to give us something in this. Read on. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life. Now, if you overcome, what is he going to do? Give you to eat of the tree of what? Life. Of life. Read on. Which is in the midst. Where is this tree at? Of the paradise of God. It's in the midst of the paradise of God. It's in glory. Is that right? Revelations 2.11. Read on. He that hath an ear. If you got an ear. Let him hear. Let hear. That means allow yourself to hear. Read on. What the Spirit saith unto what the churches. What the Holy Ghost is saying to the churches. Read on. He that overcometh. And here we go again. He that overcome. Shall not be hurt. Shall not be what? Hurt by what? Of the second the death. The second death. Now, hey, all this overcoming, there's rewards Amen. to overcoming. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. There's rewards to overcoming. Amen. Revelation 2.26. Come on, brother. Amen. And he that overcometh. And he that do what? Overcometh. overcometh read on. And keepeth my works. And keep my works. How long? Unto the end. Unto the end. To him. What are he going to do? Will I give power. Power. Over the nation. Over the nation. Man, this is a blessing. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. This is getting pretty good, isn't it? Amen. Read on. Verse 20, 27 through 29. Come on, brother. And he shall rule them. He's going to rule them with a what? Rod of iron. Rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. Read on. And I will give him. He's giving something else again. This the, is only to them who overcome. Now, remember, the exhortation is, and he that have ears, let him hear. Read on. And I'll give him the morning the star. The morning star. This is, I like this. I like, don't you like getting stuff? Receiving stuff, man. I love receiving stuff. Look at brother Doug back here, boy. He is smiling from ear to ear, boy. Read on. He that hath an ear. He, he, what did he say again? He that hath an what? An ear. An ear do what? Let him hear. Let him hear. What the Spirit. What the Holy Ghost. Saith is saying to the churches. Read on. Now we're going to go to Revelation 3, 5. Listen. He that overcometh. Y'all hearing this? Amen. He that overcometh. Don't worry about it. We're going to tell you what you need to overcome now. Amen. But he that overcometh. The same shall be clothed. Same shall be clothed. How? In white raiment. White raiment. Amen. You know, white raiment is a sign of purity. Sign of holiness. Sign without any spot or any defilement. Read on. And I will not blot. I will not do what? Blot. Out blot. His, in other words, God is not going to erase out. Out his name, out of the book of life. Man. Amen. Man. See, when God saves you, first thing he do is he takes his own hand, he writes your name in the book of life. But notice, all of this is rewards that go to them that overcome. Not people who are being overcome. People that overcome. Amen. He that have an ear, let him hear. Come on, Mother Stalin. 80 years you've been overcoming, ain't you? Huh? And you still got a few more years to go. You ain't dying yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
That is overcoming. Amen. 80 years old Amen. and on no prescription drugs. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. That's overcoming. I went out there the other day and God, I, I, went, I came from the garden and I went over to Mother Stalin's house and I, and I called her outside and I said, Mother Stalin, I got a question I want to ask you. I said, that corn out there, how do we know it's ready? She said, boy, you and this generation, y'all don't know nothing, do you? I said, nope, that's why I'm here. Because <laughs> I don't know nothing. And then she broke down to me how we know when corn is really, truly ready. And what I needed to do for our seed. And I said, that's why I'm asking you. Because I need to get all this information out of you before you get out of here. Because I go to Brother Rich, he's going to tell me what the book from Monsanto says. <laughs> Smile, Brother Rich. Hi, <laughs> Brother Duke. I want to hear the old way, the old path, amen? All right. But what, he, what we had, Revelation, so he's going to give you white raiment, is that right? Mm -hmm. And he's not going to blot your name out of the book of life. And he's going to confess you before the Father and his angels, is that amen. right? Then he says in 3.6, what did he say? He that hath an ear. Again, he that hath Do you think he mean business about this amen. by being repetitive? Amen. He that hath an ear, let him do what? Let him hear. Let Allow yourself to hear, saints. Revelation 3.12. Here we go again. Him that overcometh. What he going to do? Will I make a pillar. I'm going to make a pillar. In the temple. In the temple. Of my God. Of my God. My Jesus. Woo. You think you want to overcome? Mm-mm. Read on. And he shall go no more out. Ain't going out. And I will write upon him. The name of my God. You're going to have the name of God right up on you. Isn't that something? Read on. And the name of the city of my Whoa, God. We'll put Jerusalem on you too. Read on. Which is the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem. Not that old war torn thing over there. Amen. The new Jerusalem is coming down out of heaven. That's what the book says. Read on. And I will write upon him my new, new name. name. What, what did he say in verse 13? He that hath an ear. You got an ear. Let him hear. Hear. What the Spirit says to the church. What the Spirit is saying to the church. God talking to us. Amen. Amen. Revelation 3.21. Come on. To him that overcometh. To him that overcome. What are you going to do? Will I grant. I'm going to grant. To sit with me. To sit with me. In my Talking throne. about Jesus. Going to sit with Jesus in his throne. Boy, I tell you. Amen. May want to do a Holy Ghost dance. Amen. Hallelujah. Read on. Even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. And what did he say in verse 22? He that hath an ear. He have an ear. Let him hear. Let him hear. You think God wants us to hear? Huh? I want to hear. Amen. I want to hear. Now, 1 John 5, 4 says, For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. See, we, we are in here, and we got to be in the world, but God wants us to overcome. There's things he wants us to overcome. He wants us to overcome being bitter. Amen. Ah. Amen. Being jealous. Yes, Envious. Yes, Come on, brother. So these are things that must be overcome right here and now. Hatred. Yes. Wants to overcome the enemy of our soul. Amen. The one who Hallelujah. tries to entice us to sin. 
See, all these rewards are given to them to overcome. Now, you know we all don't overcome at one time. This is a learned behavior. I mean, I'm learning something new all the time. Most of you still learning, ain't you? You mean tell me at 80 years old you don't know it all by now? What are you living for then? Had <laughs> to learn some more. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all getting this? Brothers and sisters, if having faith equals overcoming, then why did the Lord challenge those who already possess faith to overcome? You already got faith. And God is challenging each and every last one of us to continue to overcome. Not to sit down and relax. And if being born again also equals overcoming, then why was Jesus challenging all these churches to overcome? Ah. And what I'm doing is dealing with some fallacies. Because people tell you born again, confess Jesus, then you, you find him good. But no, you ain't either. You just starting. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. When Jesus was talking to John on the Isle of Patmos to write this down and send it to the seven churches, he was telling them, look at here. These are my people, actual believers. And you tell them something. But, you know, I want to get to a, a most important part right here. We're going to finish on this. Over in Revelation, the third chapter. We're going to look at the church of Sardis for a second. Watch this. And the angel of the church in Sardis write these things, saith he, that have the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works. What does he know? Thy works. He know the works. That thou has, look, that thou has a name that thou livest and are dead. You hear that? You've got a name. Mm-hmm. You're living, but you're dead. How do you do that? You got the name of Jesus. Um, You've been born again, right? Yes, sir. You're living, but you're crucifying the old man amen. in your daily life. Is that right? Now, look at this. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. <laughs> See, when you get born again, the first thing we do, Ooh. we take this sword right here, boy. Wow. We tell you all about your flesh. And we did not. You're practicing bringing up the new man and mortifying the deeds of the old man. Is that right? And look what he says. Be watchful and strengthen things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. He's talking to born again folk here, brothers and sisters. He says, now I know you're here, but I haven't found your works perfect. Before God. Look, he says, remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. Yeah, that means, hey, repentance is not a cuss word. You find yourself in error, you need to do it. Get yourself right with God. Amen. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief. And thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Now look what he says. Thou has a few names even in Sardis. You know what that means? That means let's just take this little church right here. All right, this little assembly here. Huh? When he says you have a few names even in Sardis, the only thing he's saying is there are only a few people that are with me even in here. So when he says thou have a few names even in Sardis, look, which have not defiled 
their garments. What is the garments? The righteousness of the saints, isn't it? Amen. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. That they should walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Now, what you got to do is you have to ask yourself, is this me? And be honest, is this really truly me? Because, see, if you got a spot on your garment, is backbiting, tail-bearing, yes. slandering, envy, jealousy, strife, yes. bitterness, anger, hatred. I mean, you can be angry as long as you don't sin. Y'all see me all the time, man. I, man, I express, Wah! but you don't never see me going sin though. Amen. I was like, man, I sure would like to punch him out, boy. Yeah, I do, I would. I really would, boy. But you don't see the action of it. Uh-oh. Now, if he's swinging me, I'll knock him out. Because I believe in self-preservation because it's what the, God, the Word of God teaches. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the King. Yeah, right, Brother Doug. Brother Doug said, I'll swing my cane at if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but see, brothers and sisters, he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his, out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before the angels. He that have an ear, he that have an ear, yes. let him do what? Hear. Brother and sister, God wants you to hear. Amen. He wants you to hear and he wants you to overcome. Uh, what are some of the tools that the enemy uses in your life? He uses bitterness, self-bitterness. You ever hated yourself before? Why would you want to do something like that? Let me help you out with the knowledge of God. You are created in the image of God. And there ain't nobody wants you hating on yourself but the devil. Because the devil hate the image of God. Amen. You weren't created in the image of Satan. You were created in the image of the Most High. Amen. Amen. And if you have problems not loving yourself, then you can't fulfill the commandment, love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. Because you've got to love yourself, not be stuck on yourself, but love yourself in order to love your neighbor. Amen. First commandment, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul. All our mind and all our strength, and the second is like unto the first. Love your neighbor how? As thyself. So you're going to start loving, learn to love yourself. You're going to start actually having respect for yourself. You're going to start learning how to do good even to yourself, so that you know how to behave towards others. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, everybody always talking about. You know, I I, I heard it again coming home the other day. You know, people talk, oh, we got this. You drink milk, it does the body good, help prevent osteoporosis. I said, lying devil. Amen. The Bible says envy is as rottenness to the bones. Right. That's the problem with the bones, envy. Amen. Amen. You don't want a bone deficiency, then don't be envious. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's what the book said. I choose to stick with the book. Amen. You ever been rejected before? In any measure. How does it feel? You feel rejected. Bad feeling, huh? Now, how long do you stay there? Come on. Think about it. You feel rejected. You feel betrayal and stuff. Come on. You don't feel good, do you? You start sitting there towing around those feelings and emotions, you're going to mess yourself up. Amen. You are accepted in the beloved. 
Hallelujah. Amen. He to have an ear. Let him hear. Disobedience, unbelief, all these are things that will keep you from overcoming, brothers. Don't allow them to be a part of your life. The promises of God is, is you overcome, he's going to have you eat another tree of life. You're not going to be hurt by the second death. This is promises. He's going to allow you to eat of the hidden manna. Amen. Amen. He's going to write your name down on this white stone, and you got a new name yes. written in heaven. Amen. You're going to have power over all the nations. Yes. You're going to rule with a rod of iron. He's going to give you the morning star, Amen. a change of garments. Your name will never be blotted out of the book of life. He's going to confess you before his father and the holy angels. Amen. Even going to make you a pillow, yes. something that stands in the holy temple. Yes. And he's going to write the name of God on your head. Amen. And he's going to allow you to sit down with him in his throne. Amen. Hallelujah. Someday. 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 I'll be going where Jesus is. Someday. Someday. I'll be going where Jesus is. Hey, someday, one day, I'll be going where Jesus is. Oh, I'll be caught up to meet him in the air. Oh, I'll be caught up to meet him. We'll be caught up to meet him. There'll be joy, peace, and happiness. It shall be mine. There'll be peace and joy forevermore when we're caught up to meet him in the air. Glory! It's going to be worth it all when we see Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to be caught up, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Wherever Jesus is, that's where we're going to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the So we're not living this life in vain. Amen. We thank Jesus for all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Well, you may be seated. Boy, amazing, you hit a note, didn't you, today? You messed up. You ain't supposed to tell nobody because nobody out here knew. <laughs> you, you will give you another opportunity. Do it again. You in sky, boy. Y'all singing it up now, ain't you? Little, little Anna back there. Lester, y'all keep singing for Jesus. Because huh? if you don't, Pastor Doc going to tie some fire to you. I'm take my belt off, boy, and my stuff. Pop, pop. Look at him looking. Praise the Lord. He's the right guy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. Hey, we love Jesus. Y'all be encouraged. You know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Principalities, the book says. Against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. Spiritual weaknesses where? high places. We bless the name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this word. We do pray that these sins will sink deep down in our hearts. We'll bring forth fruit that also meet repentance so we can be a pillar one day in the temple of God. We thank you for writing our names down in the Lamb's Book of Life and the Word of Truth. 
Continue to have grace and mercy upon us and lead and guide us into the path of righteousness for your name's sake. We bless you for all things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Y'all have a beautiful Sabbath day. The King coming. Be encouraged. Hallelujah.